Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How you guys doing today? This is your guy Larry, and this is you just tune into Black Nerds Bible Cast. So this is the the Bible portion of my Black Nerds Bob podcast. So I hope that you enjoyed everything. Um, so we are in another devotional. So we're on day two of of lay aside every weight and um that's going to be found in galatians chapter 5 verse 7 um before we get into that though i'll be reading from another scripture which is a familiar passage from psalms the 23rd psalms so that's going to be um we're going to be reading a little bit and talking a little bit about psalms 23 verses 1 and 2 so again sit back and relax and enjoy black nurse bible cast Hey, how you doing today? So we're going to be continuing in the next episode here of um, Black Nurse Bible Cast. How are you guys doing anyway? Are you having a wonderful week? How's things going? Um, how was your weekend? Um, hopefully everything went well for you. Um, here in Sacramento, California, we've been dealing with just, I mean, the heat has been something else. I mean, our weekend, we had... Um, Kind of extreme, well, not extreme heat, but 9,900 degree weather um, here in Sacramento. And I honestly thought that summer was getting ready to come to a close this year. But looks like we got a few more um, days or maybe weeks of summer left. So anyway, I guess, you know, sometimes, you know, God knows best and even though um, we don't like the heat, but you know, everything has to have its own time and its own season, right? So anyway, um, um, I've been doing some more um, reading and also um, there is also some more devotions in the Bible app that we will be discussing. And so um, we're gonna continue on, um, but before I get into the the continuation of um, lay aside every weight devotional that we've been going through. There is actually another um, scripture that I want to kind of talk on just a bit. It's a familiar scripture that most of you, most of you know, um, Psalms 23, one verses one and two. And so let's um, kind of go into that just a tad bit before we go into our our devotion today. So it reads, um, and this is out of the New Living Translation. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all I, that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. So it's a wonderful verse. I know that we've kind of read it lots or we've heard about it a lot of times, but I really want to kind of take our time to kind of go through this and just kind of break this down a little bit. Um, first of all, in this verse, um, we're talking, it's talking about how the Lord is our shepherd. So it says the Lord is our shepherd or my shepherd. If you notice here, um, no, normally like when you read a devotion, it sometimes it's good to personalize it. And, um, I notice like when it says here, the first thing that sticks out of my mind is it's my shepherd. Um, and I can easily say he's not, he's not your shepherd or someone else's shepherd, but he is my shepherd. So when you're reading this, um, you know, always try to remember to kind of personalize it. 
and maybe that kind of helps you to get to a place in your in, in your Bible reading sometimes to understand what God is really trying to you know basically personally trying to tell you in this case in myself too but it says that on um, the Lord is my shepherd now I want to stop right there and really highlight shepherd shepherd is um one if we if the first part the first thing I think about when I think about shepherd I think about one who um keeps uh sheep um basically like a sheep herder um now of course where I live at here in Sacramento um or even in California I don't know of any place that we have shepherds so I can only go by um that of maybe knowledge of what I know of what a shepherd could be and so so from what I understand, the knowledge that I have about what a shepherd is, a shepherd is one who keeps sheep. But that that same shepherd is also one who um, makes sure that the sheep, the sheep, um, the sheep of the meadow or I would say the farm or what have you, they do not. Um, they protect them basically they make sure that they don't get in trouble they make sure that they're guarded safely and the main thing is is provision and safety and so i i can only imagine um the lord basically in this in this scripture which says that the lord is my shepherd you can also say that he's my protector and my keeper and my provider so if you notice there the shepherd the main thing is the fact that the, sh the sheep are safe and they are protected. Now, you know, a lot of times, you know, we wake up in the morning, we, we face all different types of things in, the, in life, whether people around us in neighborhoods we live in. You know, there's times where we understand we see things on te television. Um, you know, unfortunately, we've had the mass shootings that's been going on in, um, say, in Gilroy, California, also in El Paso, Texas, also in um, what is it in um, um and just, you know, the other 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 cities and states that we, you know, unfortunately have been a part of. But <clears throat> this doesn't change what this verse says. Of course, you know, it's been written a long time ago. But always remember this when you wake up in the morning before you go out to work or maybe your children, maybe you want to pray over your children. You know, remember, it says the Lord is my shepherd. So we have to try to also you know believe that and have faith that the lord should will protect us um i was i was having a converse, a great conversation with a um personal friend close friend of mine and um we were talking about how you know situations of life and we were talking this person was mentioning about how you know um they encountered so many different things and things in life when they were younger and how the Lord had basically protected them throughout it all. You know, um, nothing bad happened to them, didn't get to go to jail or anything of that matter. And this is wonderful because a lot of times, you know, this is just an example of how the Lord is, you know, the Lord becomes a shepherd, becomes one who protects, one who guides. Also, that's another thing. The Lord also is one who guides. So I just, you know, really understanding this verse and we really taking our time to look at that so remember when he says the lord is my shepherd he sees the lord as that which is one who who protects 
who guides, who provides. Okay. Now in verse two, I mean, still in verse one, I'm sorry. It says, I have all that I need. Okay. Now this is out of the new living translation version. So there's some, some that, um, some versions, if you read it, like say out of the KJV, I think it will say, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, you know, and that's the version that I'm actually kind of used to, but I do like living. I mean, we're reading out of the new living translation sometimes, but it says in the new living translation, it says, I have all that I want, that I need. Now he's not saying that I don't need the shepherd. Therefore I have all that I need. He is actually saying that the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need because of the fact that he is my shepherd. He is the one that's providing for me, caring for me, keeping me safe. So, you know, when it says I have all that I need, this is basically referencing the fact that the Lord is his provider or her, her provider, whichever of you that are reading this. So it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. There's no lack in my life. There is no other words because the Lord is my shepherd. Um, yeah, I may not have everything I want, but I do have everything that I need. Everything that's needs your needs or your necessities. What is your needs? The, you know, you know, you have uh, food in your refrigerator may not be be the say top sirloin steak or something. Right. But it could be, you know, just your basic necessities of what you need for, say, a lunch for for work in the morning, say dinner at night or or more breakfast in the morning or something. Or maybe your needs could be clothes. Maybe some of you, you know, you have you have clothes that you need to wear um you also have money you know um you have your basic necessities you're you you know you look around you you have a bed to sleep on you're not sleeping on a cold floor or on the outside you have a place that you can go inside you're not outside say on a on a pallet mattress or say on a cardboard somewhere underneath a freeway i i there's times where i frequently i go you know you know pretty much driving say down the street or downtown even in my city and i noticed that there are people some laying right outside on the ground on the cold ground or even the hot ground and they they're exposed to all the elements they're exposed to the heat they're exposed to the rain to the wind or whatever elements and weather elements that are that are out there including um anybody that will that that is not keeping them safe so remember it says it says here it says i have all that i need then it says that he lets me rest in green meadows this is in verse two he said he lets me rest in green meadows now this here has to do with the fact that you know he, you're not stressed but you're he says he lets me rest he doesn't disturb me he doesn't he, he otherwise when things are happening in your life he's he's allowing you to rest other words he's he's keeping you in green meadows now i love i love this um when it's, it talks about meadows and the the adjective that is used is green so it doesn't say um he he lets you rest in a brown desert or he doesn't say um in dry in a dry uh garden you know it says he lets you rest in 
green meadows. Green also means healthy. Green also means, you know, when you think of anything that say green as far as vegetation or say, for instance, um, lush, lush um, trees and shade trees and things like that. If you notice anything that's green, it's also kind of considered healthy, um, whether it's vegetables or even if it's shade trees and are green shade trees and they're just keeping you from the heat, keeping you from, you know, anything that could be of harm to you. So he's allowing you to rest. There is no like stress. There is no like worry, but he's just saying, I'm letting you rest in green meadows. And I like the fact that he uses the word meadows. Meadows sounds you know, it sounds sublime. It sounds really like peaceful meadows. He doesn't say I'm letting you rest in in the street, you know, <laughs> or I'm letting you rest in, in, in the midst of anything. I mean, you can't rest in in chaos, but in peace. Imagine if you as you're reading this, maybe you close your eyes and you can imagine a meadow, maybe uh, maybe some 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 daffodils or some, you know, or whatever that's in the in a meadow field and it's nice and green and with a little bits of, of yellow flowers and things like that and it's just peaceful it's not it's no there's no um there's not a bunch of confusion or stress or the stress of life and you know this is a good verse to kind of take you away and set your day and say you know what lord in spite of everything i'm going through allow me to 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 rest in the green meadows um while i'm going through these things do you know sometimes people will cause all kind of havoc in your life but try to try to focus on god through this verse and and people will not understand why in the midst of 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 why of all the chaos that's going on in your life why do you have peace why does it not bother you why does why can you how can you go through something that's so chaotic in your life but yet you're not you you don't seem to be bothered by it it's because he says he lets me rest in peaceful in, in green meadows, excuse me, in green meadows, okay? So, in the meadows, he leads me. Now, listen to this. The next part of this verse, in verse 2, says, He leads me besides peaceful streams. He leads me besides peaceful streams. Now, leads is another it's another characteristic of the shepherd because the shepherd, he just not only does he protects and he, he provides, but he also guides. So in, in part of that guidance is he's leading you. He's not leading you over a cliff. He's not leading you into the fire. He's not leading you into the water to drown you. He's leading you besides all it was on the side besides peaceful streams can you imagine right now walking walking with the shepherd the lord and he's walking with you but he's walking and leading you besides peaceful meadows is he saying that he's leading you through the stream i'm sorry i said meadows didn't i peaceful streams peaceful streams so can you imagine though is he telling is he walking with you through through the stream no is he walking you through uh over the stream he's saying beside them beside peaceful streams the streams you notice it's not a storm it's not stormy weather it's not it's not chaos 
all these things when he says about and just remember in this entire short little verse here it's saying that he first of all he's your shepherd he's saying i'm already covering you i'm already protecting you he's also saying that i'm providing for you so i have all you have all that you need he's also telling you that he's 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 letting you rest in green meadows he's letting you rest he lets me rest in green meadows and then he turns around and says he leads me besides peaceful streams he leads me beside peaceful streams. So understand that as you're walking, as he's guiding you, he's leading you beside what is considered a peaceful stream. Amen. So this is awesome that we understand out of this verse, this one little verse or two little verses here when he when he um, when he um you know when he's leading us and guiding us. And the wonderful thing about the Lord is, first of all, always remember that the Lord awesome. He's awesomely faithful. He's he's true. One thing I always like to say is if you can't trust anybody, you can always trust in the Lord. You can always trust in his guidance. You can always trust in his wisdom. You can always trust in his, in, in his ability to provide for you, protect you when you're, when you can look back over your life and you can see all the places and things you've been a part of, maybe places that you've gone that you shouldn't have been a part of, maybe times in your life where it was chaotic, but yet he, he kept you at peace. I mean, times that you could have lost your mind. Uh, times that 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 was things were so stressed out or stressful in your life that you could have easily just threw in the towel and gave up but the lord caused you to, to rest in green meadows he's led you beside not chaotic waters but peaceful streams okay he's led you he's guided you look come over here let's walk this way let's walk along this the, the peaceful meadows see that is a good shepherd that is one who is guiding and protecting you keeping you from the from the things he said look the next time when you're going through a situation and if you can remember but the next time you're going through a situation allow the lord to be your shepherd and and think about it and say lord i need to go i need to go into that green meadow and take a rest for a while i need to be led by these peaceful streams Lord, I just need a break. I just need a breakthrough or I need a guidance. I need you to guide me and lead me. Amen. So um, I just wanted to kind of talk about that, that, um, that verse today, Psalms 23, 1 and 2. So again, just remember that. Remember when you are going through what you're going through. And, and sometimes life is not perfect and it's chaotic. I mean, just because you're a Christian, just because you believe in the Lord, just because you read your Bible, just because you pray every day, just because you go on to go into church every day on every Sunday, it doesn't mean that life is going to basically, you know, get you to the place where nothing bad's going to happen to you. It challenges. It's challenges. There are things that challenges every single day, and what those challenges are, sometimes it 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 um it challenges your faith 
it challenges your faith. So just understand that and remember that is that the Lord, number one, his first thing he says in this verse is he is your shepherd. Now, the Lord has many names. He has many names. He has many titles. He, he, he is the strong tower. He is the, the bomb in Gilead. He, the Lord is, you know, the Lord is, is all these things. He is the, the one that comes out of Jerusalem, the chosen or <laughs> better yet, the real chosen one. <laughs> Some of you may understand that or, or get that in a minute, but, um, understand this though is that the Lord himself is is one of the things he is is he is our shepherd and what and another thing that comes to mind about this too is that a shepherd is very active with his sheep he's very active with the people that he is he is um you know he's choosing to 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 have his watch over them it's no better, it's no better real life situation or way to know that throughout your life, the, the Lord being your shepherd is watching over you in the entire time. So, amen. Just, I just want you to kind of marinate on that for a little bit. Marinate on that, on that verse, like they say. Um, think about it, uh, meditate on it even and understand that, yes, you know, God is a God who loves us and he, and he wants the best for us, but he loves us so much that he, he loves to watch over us and keep us from all harm and danger. So, so, you know, with that being said, that's about all I have and, uh, stay tuned so we can get into the next verse. Okay, so um, we're going to be getting into day two of our devotion today on Lay Aside Every Weight by Kay Jackson, I believe it was. And so um, very good devotion, actually. Um, it's a very short devotion, so it's only three days long. So hopefully um, you, have, those of you that have already subscribed to the, pod, the uh, podcast or, you know, I should say this. If you already subscribe to the podcast, you automatically get the Bible cast. How's, how's that sound? <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, so in the Bible cast portion of my podcast, um, I'm going to, um, I periodically go and go read through like devotion. So I, I really find that very useful. And I'm hoping that is that this is kind of helpful for someone too. So, um, the last one we did was very, very wonderful. So, um, we're going to, um, be going through this one here, um, in the, in our, um, lay aside every weight series and, um, uh, again, it's by Van. I'm sorry, I had the name wrong when I said K Jackson. It's by Vance K Jackson, and it sounds like this individual he has or she has a maybe it's a he uh, has uh, quite a few series of books of devotion. So this is a three day daily devotional and I kind of did a little short and sweet one this time. And so hopefully, you know, you guys can follow along as we go along with this. 
um, with this series. So um, I'm going to read a devotional here and we'll talk a little bit about it. How about that? So according to um, it's entitled, excuse me, it's entitled Run With Patience. According to Strong's Concordance, the Greek word for patience is hypomon, okay, which means steadfastness, constance, constancy, or endurance. Okay, uh, run your race. Deliberately focus on running your own race with consistency. When the wind and the waves try to sink your boat, choose to focus on God. He will never leave you nor or forsake you. He will not let you down. Now, Galatians 5, 7 reads, states, you were running the race nobly. Who has inter- who has interfered and hindered in or hindered and stopped you from or heeding and following the truth? Don't become entangled in the bondage of the past. Don't let distractions, lust, and lures of the of others cause you to wander off the path that God has prepared for you. Run with patience. Run with diligence. Run with consistency. Run your race. Don't worry about the race or pace of others. Choose to run at your own pace with diligence, patience, and endurance. Amen. Um, and the following scripture, like I said, is found in, uh, I believe it's found in Galatians 5. Um, and it's And it reads, you are running the race so well. Who has who held you back from following the truth? Now, now, just to kind of give you a little bit of a, I would say, backstory on this here. This, um, this is in Galatians. Galatians. Now, Galatians is a church, um, but Paul, the the author of this uh, letter to the Galatians, um, was basically sending this to them and asking them a question. Do you know that the Bible sometimes asks you questions? It really does. Um, there's times where you're reading, and though the the though what you're reading may may be uh, like in this case a letter to the Galatian church, but you know sometimes this question when you read it, it's like okay, you know what is this is this speaking to me? So a lot of times, you know, I know it's like when I might be reading or I hear this here verse that says you were running the race so well. Who has held you back from following the truth? Now, this um, verse could actually mean quite a bit of different things or, you know, a few different things, I should say. In this case here, it is talking about how they were they were on track. They were um, the the church that of Galatian Galatia. They were they were focused on God. They were doing the right things. But at some point, their, their focus and their attention got off of God. And so basically running the race again, we talked about that. We talked about, um, uh, you know, how how in the Christian walk, it's more like sometimes like a race. It's like you, the, the race is is more like like something that is of, of assertiveness. It's continuing on. It's pushing. It's moving you forward. And during that, this race, you are a race 
of say the kingdom of God of of the the walk that God is that God has put you on when you receive Christ once you receive Christ you you followed him with fervor with so so much excitement right so um, this is a question actually and in in talking about this so it's very interesting to to um, to talk to see about this now I want to kind of get back into the devotional part of this and he was saying that the the um, the Greek word for patience is hypomone hypomone which means steadfastness okay steadfastness or constant constancy or endurance do you notice those three words is pretty uh pretty awesome and pretty powerful because they don't they don't just they're okay so in other words it means it means patience but it also means when you look at steadfastness and endurance especially steadfastness means slow and steady or just steady keep going forward constancy consistency means that a constant I, I, you know, when I listen to this, I think of a wheel or gears of, of a machine and these gears are constantly moving. It doesn't stop. It doesn't slow down. It has the same pace and it continues on consistently and endurance. That means that it doesn't slow down. It has an endurance. It's strong. No matter what faces it, no matter what comes in its path. It is you ever, ever imagine like a gear that's going down the road and some rock trying to come and trying to stop it. It just breaks it and keeps moving. OK, so it's talking about run your race deliberately focus on running your own race. And I, I love what it says in the devotion deliberately. OK, so a lot of times when we're doing something, we're, we're trying to do it in our own strength or, or things like that. But it's telling us to deliberately focus that means on purpose that means that you you you're focused on your own race you're not worried about nobody else's race you're not worried about you're not looking over at your neighbor looking at your friend looking at your wife looking at your husband looking at your kids you're focused on your own race meaning that you your mind your heart and your soul is saying, God, what is it that you have for me in my life today? Run with patience. That means also run steadfastness, but the diligence with purpose on purpose. In other words, continue to run forward. Now, notice it says here. It says when the wind and the waves try to sink your boat, choose to focus on God. Now, I want to I want to. I want to talk a little bit about that. Remember when it says the wind and the waves try to sink your boat. That means you're going to come against opposition. The wind and the waves that that represents opposition. You're in the boat. That means that you are you are being protected. We are going forward, but you are still running your race. And you know what? In, a, in every race when you're set your mind how, let me just stop here here and, and explain this to you anytime you you fix your mind to do something that you know is right to do 
There's always going to be some kind of opposition. There's always going to be something to oppose your efforts to go forward. It's going to be something that's going to say, nope, nope, nope. You, I, you used to you used to do this. This is what we want you to do. The, the flesh tries to rise up, right? Temptation tries to rise up. If your flesh says no, then the temptation says, you know what? Hey, you know what? You, you've been so good so many, so many months and so many, you know, so many weeks in, you know, in all this time. It's not going to hurt to kind of veer off the path a little bit and just go ahead and do something for yourself for a change. See what I'm saying? So remember, it's 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 telling us that you're deliberately focused on running your own race. Once you start doing that, it talks about the wind and the waves will try to sink your boat. And so what do you do? Choose, choose again, that deliberately focus. It says choose to focus on God. So now you're saying that, you know, I know that th that there's going to come against opposition. It's going to try to get me to get off this path. But I need to choose to focus on God, who is my what my 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 other was the person that I am focused on leading and guiding me down the path. Right. He says he will never leave you or forsake you. This is in the Bible. He will never leave you or forsake you. He will not let you drown. So in other words, no matter how much the wind and the waves hit your boat. And there's a wonderful story about this in the Bible, but he will not let your boat sink. He will not he will not let allow the opposition to buffet you so much to where you're going to die. He says that he will not let you drown. Now, the you know, and this is the author of the, of the devotion. Now, it also says in Galatians 5, 7. Now, this is going back into the verse again. He says, you were running the race so nobly. That means you were running so perfect. You, you, you were steadfast. You were constant. You had, you had constancy. You also had um, you also had endurance who knocked you off, who stopped you, who made you quit, who had you on the sidelines. Maybe something happened or you saw something or someone said something to you or something discouraged you. Right. You're heeding the truth. It says who hindered you or who interfered in in you're heeding the heeding and following the truth who hindered who interfered there who who stopped you from that now it's funny because i think that this is a question but the question is is who he didn't say he didn't even blame it really well he blamed on on you of course but it's like there's something else right but again remember we got to remember that no matter who it is we have to stay focused on God. The who, the who that interferes is not the same who we need to focus on. Amen. Let me let me say that one more time. Let me repeat that one. The same who that interfered with you is not the same who that you need to focus on. Okay. Remember, keep your focus and your attention on the who that you're that's trying to guide you not the one that's trying to interfere with you okay so it's just a matter of other words who are you paying attention to who are you focused on okay don't become entangled in the bondage of the past my goodness that is a good one don't become entangled in the bondage of the past. There's a lot of things that are happening in our past. Remember, the key word to that, though, 
that I always tell people is it's the past. Now, some people and I've and I've heard this before. Some people say, well, you know, if you don't if you don't if you don't learn the past, you 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 know learn to uh, correct the mistakes of the past. You may you may bring them into the present or you may bring them into your future. And that is true. But here's the thing about the past is you learn from the past. You learn what you did, whether it's mistakes or anything. But doesn't mean that you keep remembering those things. Doesn't mean that you that you keep those things harboring about your past mistakes on your head or your mind. But it says it says don't become entangled in the bondage of the past. You remember you see what it says? It says so the past could could always hinder you and knock you off the path that you're on. If you are focused, you know, do you know that if you drive a car and you drive without you, you drive, you're supposed to look at the front window, not the rear view window. If you keep your eyes in the rear view mirror rear, rear view window, excuse me, or mirror, excuse me, when I say that, I meant to say in the mirror. So when you keep your eyes in focus in the rear view mirror, you're bound to have an accident. Let me hear let me say that. Let me repeat that one. In other words, if you focus your attention and your vision in the rear view mirror, then you're going to have an accident. You're going to have an accident because all you're looking at is, is, is what is behind you, but you're not looking at what's in front of you. Who's in front of you? God's in front of you. He's the one. And the bondage, he says, don't get, don't become entangled in the bondage of the past. The bondage is something that will keep you from moving forward. It will keep you sustained right there. You can't move forward. You can't move forward in your in your in your life. It says don't let distractions. Now it gets really personal in my opinion. Don't let distractions, don't get don't let lust and lures of others cause you to wander off the path of that God has prepared for you. Now, remember this. The question was who? The question was who has 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 interfered in your heeding of the following of the truth. The, the, the answer is distractions, lust, lures, and other, others, uh, lures of others causes you to wander off the path that God has prepared for you. Remember, God has prepared for you just like he's prepared for me, just like he's prepared for anyone else that you know that are Christians, that are living a Christian faith and Christian walk. They all are prepared on a certain path. Don't let distractions, lust, and lures of others cause you to wander off that path. Okay? It tells you run with patience. Okay? We talked about patience early in the end this here. It means what it means? Hypomone, which means steadfast, constancy, and endurance. That's what patience means. Run with patience. Then it says, run with diligence, run with consistency. It actually backs up what patience means again. Run with diligence and run with consistency. Run your race, it says. Don't worry about the race and or, path or pace of others. Don't say, oh, well, this person over there, he's running slower than me. Why, why don't you look at him? Why don't you talk about him? 
or her. Run with, run with. The other words, don't and don't even. And listen, here's another thing. I, I'm gonna add to this: is don't try to keep up with others. If you're running, don't don't try to be focused on trying to keep up with others. If a person is slower than you, don't keep. Don't don't run, and then you're looking back in the rearview mirror. Okay, so you have to keep running your race and don't worry about others. Choose to run at your own pace with diligence, patience, endurance. It doesn't matter how fast you go. Let me let me say that. Let me repeat that one. It doesn't matter how fast you go. Okay, it doesn't matter. Some people I know, I know, I know when I was a kid and also coming up in, in life, I know kids and people when I was a kid in class, the kids would, would try to be the first one done with the, with the test. They try to hurry up and it's like they'd be the first one to run out of the classroom. But they, but how was they, how, how, how was the answers? Did they get everything right or wrong? But they were so busy trying to hurry up and get it done. And same thing as an adult. I've been around co-workers that their whole thing was they didn't worry about doing it right. They didn't worry about getting the assignment done right or the, or whatever the project was. They were worried about hurrying up and getting it done. Oh, it's done. But you know what? Just because you're done doesn't mean it's done right. Just because it's done doesn't mean that it's complete. Just because it's done doesn't mean that, that you've done a good job. Just because it's done doesn't mean you did a quality good job. Okay. It says run your race, run, choose to, to run at your pace with diligence, patience, and endurance. Okay. The key is not how fast, but are you diligent and are you running with patience and you, are you running with endurance? Three words there, diligence, patience, and endurance. So remember that, people. Remember that. Uh, remember as we as we're reading this about um, about running running with patience. Run with patience. It doesn't say. And, and what I like about being patient is when you when you're patient, there are things that that are said to come your way. But if you're patient, it's gonna come when it time when the time comes. You're not gonna stress. You're not going to stress. Okay. So remember that. Now, this is day two of, of uh, uh, you know, lay aside every weight devotional. Remember, one of the things that it mentions is that the weight that we're carrying to lay that aside so that we can race better, so that we can be in a better position to race. First of all, you don't carry weight with you as you race. Second of all, once you relieve yourself of that weight, you can race better. You can race with now it's telling you in this one in day two to make sure that when you race, you race with patience. When you race, you race with patience and diligence or constancy and with the endurance. Right. It doesn't mean that just because you race that you're not going to be distracted. You're going to be challenged. You're going to face opposition. There's someone on the track that's going to keep you from getting to the finish line. And it does say that we have to, on purpose, focus on God. 
We have to focus on God when we're, when we're focused on when we're running this race. We can't look in the rearview mirror because we'll get entangled in the bondage of the past. Does it mean that you can't learn from the past? You can learn from the past, but you can't focus on the past. You've learned your mistake. You've done what you did. You can't no longer focus on that. Like I told you before, you can't drive a car and look in the rearview mirror and focus and just keep your eyes in the rearview mirror. You got to look out the big window and see the big picture. So understand that. Wow. Did this message, did this this verse kind of bless you like it did me? Man, it's amazing how much we can get out of that, right? It's amazing. Sometimes you can read something and the longer or the more that you labor in it and the more that you you labor into that verse and the Lord, how the Lord just begins to 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 show you and open your mind and in your heart about the verse. And he begins to talk to you and say, this is what I mean. This is what you have to focus on. So I am very blessed and, and happy and excited to have gotten into this verse today. I hope that this helped you. I hope that some something that was said was uh, encouraged, at least encouraging to you. So, anyways, until the next time, this is about the this is the end of my my Bible cast for today. Stay tuned, though. We got one more day. We got day three of Lay Aside Every Weight by Vance K. Jackson. If you have time, go look up Vance K. Jackson. See if there's any devotional books on by him by him and probably partake of some of the some of the um the the scriptures that he's also um getting into if not you know you every one of you have cell phones by now and go go to your play store whether it's the google play store or the ios um um apple music apple store and download the bible app Download the Bible app and there's so many there's so many uh, devotions in there. Some that's dealing with um, hope and loss and 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 fear and anxiety. Um, there's so many things that the Lord basically the Lord says, hey, look, I, you know, I'll create books and devotions so that you can read and encourage yourself for the day. Take time to study God's word. Take time to, to spend some time in prayer. And, and ask God to continue to to help you help you and bring you closer to a closer walk with him. Amen. I'm going to end with this with this short bit of prayer. And um, why don't you just join me? Father God, I thank you again for another day. I thank you for another night that you are allowing your listeners to hear my voice, Lord God. And I ask right now as to, as the as the week co- goes through, Father I pray that you would encourage each and every wonderful person that has that you've created, that that you love them, that you would never leave them nor forsake them, that you will guide them, Lord God. And I thank you for everything that you're doing in their life. I thank you for providing for them, for providing for us, providing for our, our, our families and giving us a roof over our head, food to eat a place to go to work. Father, I just thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. And until next time, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, so um, again, I like to always let you guys know, you find me on Anchor, go to anchor.fm forward slash blacknerd-50. You can also catch me, um, leave me a comment, 
there also as well. You can also record a, a, a live message for me. I appreciate that. Subscribe and share this, this podcast with those that you may want them to hear. And then also follow me on all my social media um, areas. So you can follow me at Larry at Black Nerd on, on Twitter. And then also on Facebook, it's um, it's uh, Black Nerd uh, for you. Uh, dash, I mean, yeah, for you, Black Nerd 46, excuse me, Black Nerd 46 on Facebook. And then also on Instagram is Black Nerd for you on Instagram. Okay. And remember, remember, Black Nerd is not spelled B A K B A, excuse me, I am misspelling Black, B L A C K, but it's spelled B L K N E R D. That's B L K N E R D. I'm on all your other podcasts too, in case you want to um, listen to me on others. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on um, I'm on Google Play Podcasts. I'm also on Stitcher. I'm also on um, um, Insta. Um, goodness, on Spotify. <laughs> I'm also on iHeartRadio and, and a host of others that I'm on. So please feel free to, to support me and listen to me. Again, I'm not looking for anything from this. Just allow your ears to listen to my my uh, wonderful voice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and please share this podcast with somebody. That's what I really appreciate. It's all about um, encouraging people to follow their lives in, in you know lives in uh, encouraging them to follow God in their lives for the, the advancement of the kingdom of God. And that's about all I have. So you guys have a wonderful day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay safe. Be cool and stay blessed. All right, you have a good one.